and welcome to The Schism. This podcast is all about critical thinking, dot connecting, the nature of reality, and trying to uncover the truth about the world we live in, society, who we are, and where we come from. Hello and welcome to The Schism. Today I'm joined as always by my co-host Adam. Hello everyone. And in today's episode we're carrying on part two of our Gender Wars series where we're going to be focusing on the ongoing battle of the sexes plus the whole LGBTQI plus movement. Plus, plus, plus. Pride Month and the transgenderism explosion, which sounds a bit dodgy. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying. It's everywhere now. Oh, it's all over the place. It's dripping down the walls. Oh, just get me a towel, please. <laughs> now, the LGBTQI plus movement is getting a bit of a mouthful. Oh, <laughs> there we go again. Oh, God, I don't think we have to get through this episode. It's going to be just flying left, right and centre. Oh, It reminds me of the uh, League of Gentlemen episode where the um, exchange teacher, who's blatantly a paedophile, says, Some of the older boys can be quite a mouthful. He's English, he's bad. He means handful, but he says mouthful. Disgusting humour. Filthy. That's got banned now, League of Gentlemen, because of blackface. Yeah, I know. And yet they couldn't be banning half the stuff we're going to be talking about today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, we are going to be talking about Pride Month, even though Pride Month is now over. And even the Pride Parade is now over in the UK, because that's in July, right? Yeah. So we have the whole month of Pride, right. then in July that. Then ironically, we're carrying it on even further <laughs> by doing an episode dedicated to Rainbow Warriors. Yeah, we're kind of flying the flag in our own way. <laughs> Just when you thought it was over, there's a schism special. People are like, oh God, I've had this for a fucking month. And it does kind of make me laugh because everything else gets a day. You know what I mean? Mother's Day, Father's Day, Father's Day's as we discussed in a previous episode, is a complete non-event anyway. But even like Remembrance Day, remembering all the fallen soldiers, because it's not from just like the world wars now, is it? It's from like every, every war, war that's, yeah. that's ever been. So you're remembering every fallen soldier from every war that's ever been one day. <laughs> Pride, a whole month. You're like, right, okay. I don't remember them swinging them dildos around in the trenches, batting the Nazis away with big long ones. No, no. But they'd be more likely to be called, like, brave. You know what I mean? Compared to the soldiers on the beaches at Normandy or whatever. Like, you hear more people that are from the LGBT community. I'm shortening into that, by the way, because I'm... I keep getting out of breath saying the whole... Yeah, I get it. ...list of um, <laughs> letters and symbols. Now it's got a plus as well. I mean, why the plus as well? It's like you should have just added the plus to the end of the T. Or why couldn't you just give it another fucking letter? There's 26 letters on the alphabet and they haven't used all of them. I mean, they've used, they've, they've oh, used quite crazy. a few of them. Oh, no, it's crazy. But you're more... The, the, out of everyone that you're going to be heard called brave these days, that was my point, you're, is most likely going to be someone that's come out as being gay. I mean, we've had this uh, stuff about Philip Schofield recently, hmm. being a groomer. Let's say. But when he originally came out as being gay, even though he'd admitted, you know, he had a wife and family, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daughters. Yeah. It was like, okay. And then now it's come out, he's cheating on his wife and stuff. But back when he just come out, it's like, oh, he's so brave. He's so brave. Good on you, Phil. I'm thinking, 
really? I mean, he sort of lied to himself, everyone he knows, his family, the public for all this time. It's like, what? Mm. It's like anything, isn't it, to sway popular opinion. Oh, isn't he a lovely guy? And it's like, oh, but we got something boring for you. Yeah, and then suddenly the world hates him and, and they're like, you know, the trolls are out in full force and he's like, I want to kill myself. It's like, mm, quickly our people, the, the, the pendulum can swing there. In terms of the bravery thing, it is strange that Remembrance Day gets the single day and Pride gets a whole month considering what real bravery in the face of real adversity is. And it really is everywhere for a whole month as well. Like, you know, say... Back in the day, Pride was mainly, at least in the UK, the festival. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? It was a day or it was a weekend where people could go out and it was sort of a big fanfare and to say, That's when Pride was we're good. here, we're queer. It was like, okay, cool. But then it's like all, it's like the commercialisation of it. All the brands have gotten bored. Yep. And then now it's suddenly everywhere. But when I say everywhere, I mean like on packets of Doritos and Coca-Cola cans. and mm. It's like everywhere you look and it's on kids stuff. Mm. And it's like majorly crossing a line because you're thinking, well, hang on a minute. You've got the rainbow flag, which is like, you know, kids, like, rainbow. like, and, and it's everywhere. We've been from children's cartoons to, like, like I said, like food that children would eat to in computer games like it's everywhere you can't avoid it and you just sort of think okay although there's like nothing wrong with diversity and all the rest of it like shouldn't we keep children as innocent for as long as possible and it's even the pride movement itself has changed i remember when i was in new york a, a long long time ago now about 15 15 years ago i actually landed two days before uh, gay pride in New York City so I actually remember watching part of the festival and this was quite a cool thing actually considering New York is such an amazingly large city when you look upwards but they actually had gay pride there now I remember me and my travelling friend watching the gay pride festival it was more light hearted people s- sort of celebrating their diversity which I, I totally got on board with and that was the one in New York yeah and because I'm not homophobic you know like I I've got nothing against homosexuality. I, yes, same. Uh, you know, so. yeah. It's almost worth to put that as like a disclaimer now. Neither of us are no. homophobic. We have no, I have no problem with gay people, trans people, anyone of any sexual orientation but, whatsoever. But you're right. You're now seeing, I mean, like some of the footage I've seen now of Pride Festival from across the world, you're looking at like gimps and men dressed as like leather dogs on leads going up to like little kids that are like here doggy doggy or like it'll be a guy basically naked or sometimes completely naked walking in front of little kids mm. or they're covered in like rainbow Those dildos and... even stickers are cover their wobbly bits yeah and you're like hang on this is perversion like do mm. this in a gay club or in some like dark room in some like Bergheim in Berlin sort of scenario or whatever, but not on the streets in front of kids. And also, and is it something to be proud of? And necessarily, is, like, be proud of your sexuality, I guess. But is that a fair even but, representation of homosexuality? That's what I'm saying. What, are all homosexual men, like, bondage freaks or something? Or, like, I'm sure there's plenty of people, whether they be homosexual men or women. I don't yeah, think like, that's... Yeah. I've extremities of their relationship. Yeah, right. And I have spoken to a few mates of mine that are gay that don't really fit into that category, and they have all said, 
oh God, I just avoid it like the plague and it doesn't represent me or who I am at all. I'm not going to be there waving a rainbow flag and I certainly don't want to dress in bondage or, uh, you know, be doing like RuPaul drag race style stuff. I think that's corny and crap and I don't want anything to do with it. There are a lot of gay people like that. They're not all Sam bloody Smith. No. You know what I mean? But the projection that's being put out into the world at the moment is like that is the LGBT community well what if you do fit into that community because of your sexual orientation but you find the whole thing as I do cheap naff and at its worst completely perverse and degrading yeah and actually you might not like it no I mean I'm my barber who cuts my hair because of course only, <laughs> yeah only a barber cuts your hair <laughs> Put it this way, a landscaper doesn't cut your hair unless you get your hair cut with a fucking lawnmower. My barber, uh, he's gay. He's a gay guy. He was saying when he was coming out, and, and bear in mind, he's 50, so he's quite old. What age did he come out at, though? Well, in, like, you know, the, in the 80s, when right, he was okay. like a sort of teenager. He was about 18. Now, he said back then there was nothing like that because of the stuff with AIDS and whatnot. You know, yeah. there was no real fair representation of the gay community. Which he found it hard, obviously, coming out and being gay. And he said, obviously, as the 90s came along, it was a lot more accepting time. And he said, it's actually a good time to be homosexual. Even though, we'll get into this later, gay rights didn't come into right into the noughties. But even then, he said that period was fine. But now, what he sees as the representation of gay through LBGTQ and all the letters... <laughs> oh, you, you, you uh, didn't oh, quite say it, No, there. LBGTQ... <laughs> LBG. No, LG. Not LB. LG. LGBT. LGBT. It sounds like a fucking BLT. Well, that's the... Hel- I mean, we'll get onto it later, but they renamed a sandwich, didn't they, in Tesco's? Oh, LGBT. Shit. And it was lettuce, guacamole, bacon and tomato. <laughs> uh, shit. Because, wait for it, they care. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just say the queer community from now on? Let's stop saying LGBT, yeah. like because it's and, and he was cool with that because he said, you know, one word that was actually quite cool was being queer. You know? Yeah, right. He, he said having this whole these letters and all this stuff now. He said this is so far away from me as a homosexual man. And, you know, he had a lot of good stuff to say on it, my barber. So the crux of that was he doesn't feel like it represents him, yeah, now. And, and it's got a lot further away. It used to, it was at a point where it did represent him, like you right, said. okay, but yeah. now it's just yeah. Because I guess, like, as a guy that's just gay, like straightforward gay, probably it probably seems quite boring these these days. Oh, you're just gay, are you? Oh, I'm a non-binary. Da, da, da. All right, but. The queer community back then might have resonated with him more and spoke to him more as a gay person. And now, because it's lumped in with a lot of other stuff, like lesbian, trans, non-binary, blah, blah, blah. I wonder if a lot of just straightforward gay people, straight gays, no, that's something completely different. (laughs) But um, I wonder if they just feel like, oh, it's sort of been... Not robbed from us, like, well, robbed from us, or diluted, yeah, or do you know what I mean? Like mixed together with so much other stuff that they might not find represents them at all. I mean, the ironic thing is, again, when I've when I've hung out with gay people in the past, it's always made me laugh that they don't really 
stereotypically or notoriously get along with lesbians. Every gay bloke I've, I've ever known has moaned about them like, oh, bloody lesbians. Like, the point I'm making is, it's not like everyone in that community would get on. At the end of the day, what is a gay guy that likes other men going to have in common necessarily with a trans person that wants to change their sex for to a woman? Yeah, they might be just like, that's weird. Yeah, like, I've got nothing in common with you, mate. Like... They weren't doing that in the 80s, I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, but the idea of, oh, everyone's in this community together, it's like, that's not how it bloody works, and you know it's not. It's just like a complete piss take on, on everyone involved, including a lot of queer people that probably think, like you sort of touched on it earlier, like, I've been here since the 80s where it really was fucking hard mm. for us. Now you kind of newbies are complaining about... By the way you're being treated. The way you're being treated. That's nothing to the way that we were treated. Ever heard of fucking Freddie Mercury? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm. and like, you know, gay bashing out on the street and all this stuff, like... It, you know, it was dangerous back in the 80s to be a gay person. Now I feel like, on the whole, let's face it, you feel like the LGBT community is, like, they're hardly maligned, are they? They're celebrated by the mainstream media, yeah. every politician, Ooh. every media Ooh, channel every, every imaginable. Every cor- corporation that's got to put a rainbow sticker on their cup when... Yeah, Pride right. Month comes along. The schools, there's, um, as we get on to later, there's like drag time story hour going on in schools and people aren't even saying anything. So you can hardly say like, give us our rights. It's like, how much more in everyone's face do you want to rub this? Oh, oh hello. <laughs> Before you think they've got the message. Yeah. And are you really being discriminated against? Because I don't feel like, pe- like people are treading on eggshells. Even doing this episode... I've got to say, I've never been as worried about doing an episode as this one. We did talk about this. Yeah, because I'm literally like, oh God, I don't want anyone to think I'm homophobic or transphobic. It's like, before we were doing this, I was running a fashion brand, going to parties constantly with the most colourful, what did my dad call them? The after midnight crowd. crowd. Imaginable, Mm. people getting up to all kinds of stuff. I'm hardly a prude and I'm hardly (laughs) someone that discriminates against whatever floats someone's boat as long as it's not... Come on, illegal. You're, you're speaking to a guy that threw a plastic doll down in front of the crowd in Prague and humped it vigorously in the middle of the street. You did that? Yeah. Wow. I That's mean, who you're listening to, people. So there you go. Find, find about 60 tourists all taking pictures, <laughs> yeah. I was on a stag do. I'd had a lot to drink. But my point is, I'm down with the dirty and naughty stuff. That sounds like something out of the movie Crank. <laughs> It probably looked a bit like the scene out of Crank. You know when he has to <laughs> on the race course. You know when he has to do stuff to keep his heart <laughs> pumping know, all the, the race time. course. Yeah, thing, yeah. It's, it's kind of the only excuse you would have to do that. Yeah. What was your excuse? Alcohol. Lots of alcohol. <laughs> it's a bigger excuse than just alcohol. <laughs> Those Czech lagers—they're bloody strong, I tell you. But what my point is, I'm down with the more colourful stuff in life. But I do feel like, in a sense, what. We're seeing now with the LGBT movement and how extreme even Pride Month is and the fact that a lot of this stuff's being pushed on kids and things like that. What it's actually creating is more division. It's bringing a lot of unwanted attention for many, like the people we were talking about a moment ago that are part of the community in the sense that they're of a different sexual orientation, but they might not have anything in common with it as a, you know, movement. movement. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel like it's, dividing people more because it's taking people that actually had a 
what I consider to be a real liberal attitude, which is you do you, yeah. you can identify as anything you want, your sexuality, whatever, it's your business. I don't want it forced upon me and my children, but you, are welcome. you do you. That's a real liberal attitude. And it's actually forcing people that are like that to suddenly go, I've had enough, they're taking it too far, they're pushing it on the kids, da da da. So that's not doing a good job, is no, it? Because no. you're actually creating division where division it wasn't there, it wasn't there. before. And, and like you said, you're almost going to um, you're going to dilute the idea of liberalism because being liberal is fine, but to what point? The le- the extreme left, or even just the left in general now, or people that would call themselves liberals, is it's like a complete inversion of liberalism, or it's 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 gone so extreme one way, it's kind of gone the other way. In my opinion, real liberalism is what I just explained. You can do whatever you like as long as it doesn't infringe on the freedoms of others yeah. and doesn't, hurt anyone else. Yeah, it doesn't break any laws. Then, yeah, yeah, then that's fine. But now liberalism is, this is what I think, and if you don't agree with it, then you're a fascist. You're a fucking Nazi. You know, it's so extreme. It basically is fascism. That's that's the That's the irony of it. But in a sense, when I see the rainbow flag now... I don't see what I used to see, which was a symbol of queerness or whatever. I almost see it as like the flag of the WEF because yeah. they have the little rain. You know, the mm. the, the people that are like WEF members, they have a little rainbow yeah. circle and they're using the rainbow for their uh, sustainable development goals. Yes. And you see climate change use it. And well, what mm. was being used in COVID all over the NHS yeah, and yeah. everything to promote the vaccines. It was the rainbow. So... For me, it's like the flag of the New World Order. Ooh. Especially now this fucking triangle's been added. It looks yeah. well bloody Nazi now. I mean, and Gay Nazi. We've been over this countless times that we know from a biblical sense, the idea of the rainbow is what Noah saw after, you know, the whole of the world got washed away, signifying the new beginning. The, new, the reset. The reset. And the, then you look at the great reset, reset. and everything... To do with that, and you wonder why we see a rainbow flag fucking yeah. everywhere, whether it's on the Who, whether it's Gay Pride, you know, why why are they all adopting this? Yeah, and recently I put one of the photos up on the Instagram to promote this episode actually, but there's been I think it was down Oxford Street in London. They took away all the Union Jacks and instead there's Pride flags just hanging down the whole of Oxford Street. And they're the new school ones with the kind of triangle and the circle. Yeah. It's like it's just got more and more extreme. A little bit like the letters, the LGBT, like they just added more colours, more shapes. And when I was sort of looking at it down this parade, I was like, it's starting to look more and more Nazi. It's starting to look more and more fascist. Like now it's the pointing down triangle and they were all in unison. It was like, this is the flag of the WEF. This is the flag of the New World Order. That's what it feels like. It feels like it's been hijacked. That's what it feels like. And this triangle bit that's in the pastel colours, straight away it just reminds me of this whole thing to do with maps, the pedo flag, which is basically like the same thing, like the rainbow, but it's in kiddie colours, like pastel blue and pastel pink. You're like, are you taking the piss? And it's not too much far to differentiate between those two. So what, hang on, the maps are using some triangular flag, rainbow flag, but with pastel colours. Oh, but yet the gay pride one he is now 
a triangle flag just with their colours. And you're sort of like, it's like you are getting so close now. I mean, we should put that P in for paedophile into LGBT. <laughs> That's the plus. <laughs> but yeah, it's the fact that these maps, you know, minor attractive persons, pedos basically, have got their own flag in the first place. It's just like, how did we get here? <laughs> you know what I mean? But it feels like come Pride 2030... <laughs> That's where we're going to be at. I mean, what the hell is going to be next for this movement? It, like, there are further depths of the depravity that it can go to. Oh, but not many. Not, absolutely. I mean, and they're on the horizon. It feels yeah, like. they, and they're, they're coming quick. Oh, hello. <laughs> uh, thank you. But yeah, the funny thing I did want to bring up, and I thought we had to insert this onto the podcast, was did you see the Just Stop Oil people stopping the Gay Pride Festival in London? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Brilliant. Bunch of quacks. When two tribes go to war. <laughs> <laughs> Mayhem is all they score. I mean, I bet some of the people there were just like having a virtue signaling nightmare. Like, what do I do? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know who. No, they wouldn't even said They would have done with the mask on. I don't know who to support. <laughs> do I jump on like the gay pride thing and start bashing just oil people with my pickets? Or... <laughs> Do I lay down in the road? See, I told you, they're doing it again, everyone. They're laying down in the fucking road. I hope that gay pride bus just went bloop. <laughs> All we heard was the squishing of what could possibly be fruit. And just people of the Just Oil movement laid out like pancakes well, along, they... <laughs> oh, along Oxford Street. Well, they've had some of the zebra crossings in England. That's for people that are not from here. That's the black and white stripes on the where, road. Where pedestrians can cross the road safely. Yeah. They've even changed some of them to rainbow colours, right? But what that's done is confuse people on horseback, like police on horse where their horse is going crazy, and like blind people with blind dogs and stuff. And you're like, but, you're not thinking this through, are yeah, you? Like, the, Paint the rainbow on everything! It's yeah. like, are you fucking mental? The, oh yeah, sorry, you are. I can imagine that poor golden retriever gets to the crossing and goes, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck do they do to the floor? Just runs across the road, blind person gets run over by some gay pride float. <laughs> but like, in terms of like going back to like the commercialization of pride and, and brands jumping on it now, like oh, well, there were plenty. Even in the world of computer games, like I was playing Spider Man, and there was LGBT rainbow flags on every bloody street corner, and it was all over the game, as well as graffiti within the game saying Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. And I was like, really? Like wow. really? You're going to put that in Spider-Man, the game. Or even say Rocket League, which, for anyone that doesn't know, is a football game with cars that I rather like. Even that has got, like, a whole, oh, Pride Month thing, get rainbow wheels for your cars. And I'm like, these little kids playing this. Like, when I've played it online, and I've sometimes gone live with someone, they're always like, hey, buddy, like some little, like, 12-year-old kid. And then, I mean, speaking of this sort of shit, like... I, I always feel like a bloody pedo. I'm like, <laughs> all right, like, what level are you in Rocket League? And I'm like, how old are you? Are your parents home? You know what I mean? It feels a bit weird. My missus has come in before and been like, who are you talking to? Because she can just... No one, I'm just grooming. She can just hear a little kid's voice like, oh, good strike, yeah, we're really going to get them this time. She's like, what the hell? But the point I'm making is, <laughs> the long-winded point I'm making, is it's even in, like, a kid's game about rocket-propelled cars playing football. Like, 
why is it everywhere? Like, how many Disney movies and stuff recently is like, oh, we're the character's well, now we, going to be queer or well, non-binary. We had, You're like, in a kid's cartoon! Well, well, we had the Buzz Lightyear film where the two protagonists, which of course is Buzz Lightyear and his female counterpart, she's obviously a lesbian. So right. she's in a... What was that movie called? Lightyear. Lightyear, yeah. Yeah, it's good, everyone. I quite enjoyed that. Yeah, I've got no issue with it i just feel like it's majorly over represented like if you look percentage wise at how many gay people there are in the world and then if you look at trans people you know i've heard them called a phone box minority because it's such a small percentage of the world's population probably not even one percent so why is it everywhere you know we can go into a little later talking about things we touched on last episode like destroying the nuclear family the uh, transhumanists and the idea of a no-gender human and all these kind of things. But you have to ask questions about it, is what I'm saying, because the the people that are funding and promoting these agendas, what are their real reasons behind it and what have they got to gain? You're being led to believe, like, oh, there's loads of people transgender, like one in ten people now. Like, oh, me, I couldn't. I don't even think I've seen one in my local area. That's what I'm saying. But if you were to look into the papers, you'd think, oh, you know, they're like that's like the new thing. Like everyone's just <laughs> transgender now, and there's people out there that are like raising their children as like non-binary. Like that's not that uncommon. Or that, non-sex and stuff. Yeah. yeah, because people now think it's the norm when it's not. They're raising their kids as oh, I'll treat them as non-binary. I won't buy pink stuff or blue stuff, and I won't refer to them as a he or a she. I'll, I'll just leave it up to them. It's like, what are you doing? What are you talking about? You think a child is able to think for themselves that deeply at that age and make them kind of choices? Like, you let them figure that out in their own time. You don't... Yeah, don't start putting structures in place to, to help them guide guide them to that. Well, like last thing, what child, what child at six years old is thinking about sexuality or marriage or anything like that? Well, I mean, now more and more because you've got parents raising them in that sense and the children indoctrinating them with this stuff. So it is going to become, it's again, it's like a self fulfilling prophecy. You 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 find with a lot of this stuff, it's like the pandemic. They just put the perception of a pandemic out there, yeah, and then. Mm. Everyone acted like there was a pandemic and then we got all the repercussions like there was a pandemic when we would argue that there, there, there wasn't in, in the traditional sense. But this is sort of similar, like if they're projecting onto everyone, everyone's gay or non-binary or transgender now, it's the norm, it will become the norm. That's the thing. It's like the, the, the controllers behind all these agendas, they know that the perceptions that they put out into the world become the future reality. And that that's what I see happening. You know, it will become the norm well, if it, we're repeatedly told it is the norm. I mean, okay, this is one thing I remember my barber said. He said, when I was young, if you were... Your tra- gay hairdresser. Your gay hairdresser. <laughs> if you, it's oh, not no, cliche. So cliche, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, this guy's got a face tattoo, man. So, like, you know, you want to fuck around with him. Okay, I reckon yeah, he could yeah. fucking smash you up in a fight. <laughs> smash you up in bed sheets as well, I bet. But, you know, he said... He, the weird thing is when gay people back then were just gay. And he said, now the idea is that you're not just gay. You've got to be another label. So you're a gay guy, but you're seeking this or you're wanting that. And mm. he said, that's made it so hard just for the average gay guy to get along. And he said, put it this way. He said... Why are no gay men my age 
transitioning into women. He said, you don't see it. And he was very vocal about this when I re recently got my hair cut. And he said, you don't see anyone my age going down to the clinic, getting gender reassignment, having their knob chopped off. They're just happy to wear a dress, like, like they always have. Have, have. And, and we even, all had one in our town, and, just and, like that bloke that and, likes to wear a dress. And even more grateful now, the fact that we don't mind. They want to wear a dress. You can wear that dress and be happy wearing it. In fact, it looks great on you today. <laughs> you know? So, you know, I'm down with that. And I, I got what he was saying. He was saying, why is it all this young generation of gay, young, young gay people, young homosexuals, yeah. and I guess he was pointing towards the fact that the reason is because they're being indoctrinated exactly from from, from, from a young age, and it really does. They weren't like allowed that. to figure their own. So he was. He said he'd got a yeah. hard time coming out, but at least he figured it out for himself. And also, I am a you know this is a personal belief of mine, and someone that's going into psychology as a profession. Like I do believe that changing your appearance on the outside should never be an answer for how you feel on the inside. No, At course. least it shouldn't be a first port of call, let's mm. say, as a, a rule. You should look inside. You know, if you want to love yourself for who you are, and this movement seems like it constantly peddles that as an idea, but running completely contrary to that is, you know, love who you are, also completely change yourself. Yeah. The same as they're saying, you know, gender is just a social construct and it's just whatever you identify in your mind as. Okay, so why do you need to chop your bits off? Yeah. There's so many contradictions and in it. And that's it. quite an external thing, because when we're talking about changing your physical appearance, whether you're, you're changing your sexual organs or you're taking hormone replacements so your, your, your face is physically changing, like hair and stuff like that, you're not like, that Jung, like the Carl Jung concept of like persona and self. These people were trying to tell themselves... I'm aligning to myself. But they're not, because they're changing their exterior, which is their persona. So they're not aligning to their true self. Mm. I'm being who I always... No, you're being what someone else is telling you to be. Yeah, and the data, not coming from our own opinion, because what do we know what it feels like to be trans or have true. gender dysphoria, right? But if you look at the data, the majority of people that transition are not happier afterwards. No. And they have a whole host of health problems. There's been no long-term safety studies or data gathered on this, just like the bloody jabs, yeah. right? Same again. And the data that we do have points in the direction of it's not the best thing for you to do. Mm. And a lot of people do regret it. And then there's no going back for them. Or they're, you know, having gender assignment surgery the other way. I mean, how many times are you going to change back <laughs> and forth? And some, some of the health problems that these people do have are nothing short of horrific. I mean, I've watched videos, like, um, I've watched testimonials of people talking about this. David, and David Icke had those two on. On davidike.com, he had those people that had gender reassignment Right, two, yeah. Two people, wasn't it? Yeah, that deeply regretted it. And, mm. and hearing the, the stories is heart, oh, heartbreaking. heartbreaking yeah. And a lot of the time, they're saying, you know, it was it was peers, it was people at school, teachers. Uh, influencers on YouTube. Yeah, or... like that got, you know, that basically groomed me into this. And now I deeply re regret it. I've mutilated my body and completely scarred my mind as well. Like, you know, since when has mutilating children's genitals been something that as a society we think is okay i mean what and the fact that we're sorry to put it in them sort of terms yeah, but, but you've 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 got to really lay out what what this is yeah and, and what sort of what sort of society do you want to stand in when there's active doctors and members of the medical community now 
actually advising that, well, this might be the right solution for your child. Yeah, right. And <laughs> how does it make sense when a child of that age, they can't drink, they can't smoke, they can't get a tattoo... Why can't they get a tattoo? They can't yeah. scar their body in that way. Oh, but you can give them a double mastectomy and chop their boobs off or, uh, you know, chop their bits and pieces off down the stairs. Genital mutilation. But they can't get a tattoo. God forbid they smoke a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. Or, or like, you know, in some cases they can't even vote. And now there's very liberal places in the world, like California, that are passing laws where it's like, well, if your kid wants to transition and as a parent you're saying no to that, then you, basically you can get your kid taken away from you. Yeah. And that's the future of I this. You know, you've got to look at the most liberal places on earth and think, well, that's coming to you eventually. And I know that sounds quite scaremongery and, you know, fear-baiting, fear but at the end yeah, of the day, it's, of... It's, it's only going to go one direction unless the brakes are put on. It is worrying. It is really worrying because you wouldn't want your child to go to school, be indoctrinated with this stuff, and then in reality... Your little girl is just a tomboy. Yeah. Like, we were at school, you always had, like, the yes, tomboy or whatever. Like, did. that girl is now probably grown up and she's got a husband and three kids or something. She just went through a tomboy stage. She wasn't really like the other girls. She didn't like to play with girls' toys and she didn't, you know, she liked playing football mm. with the boys and she had short hair. Well, there were some guys like that who like performing arts. Yeah, he, was, right. he was a bit of a drama kid. Oh, he loved to do accents. Yeah. and but doesn't didn't... necessarily mean you're queer or you're trans or... Now the idea that they're pushing, oh, you're, you're actually a boy. You're a girl, but you're a God boy forbid. trapped in a girl's body. It's like a lot of girls might think that because they're being indoctrinated and pressured into thinking that. Go start taking hormones, which leads to then transitioning. And actually they were just a tomboy. Yeah. <laughs> so now they've... They could have grown up to be a successful policewoman. Yeah. <laughs> now, now they're a man and they're like, shit, I'm a trans man who's still... Attracted to men. Oh, God. What am I now? Am I gay? And again, I've watched testimonials from people and just thought, this is... It's, it's, it's beyond heartbreaking. And you just feel like, yet again, they're like the pawns, the victims. Again, like like the pandemic. Mm. Like, and the people that got pressured and tricked into having the vax. Like, you feel like it's the same thing, in a sense. Because it's the pharmaceutical industry in, t- in terms of drugs like hormones, hormones blah, yeah, they're blah. the ones that make the money from it and yeah. then the medical industry that are doing all these in my opinion unethical cosmetics yeah. operations mm-hmm. and stuff but when someone's transitioning or, or, or they're giving them hormones it's like they've got a customer for life oh yeah because you start taking these things you can't stop like people spend hundreds of thousands of pounds on this stuff and they're doing it for life, and God knows how many health problems they're going to have as a result of it. I mean, Big Pharma must be just rubbing its greedy hands together, like, ha-ha, how many more customers for life we've got. Especially if they've got the propaganda campaigns pushed by government, media, everything, that fuel the idea that this is okay. Those drug companies... this is the answer. Those drug companies, whether they be Pfizer or AstraZeneca, still shooting those fucking vaccines on the market, which we know can maim and kill people, Mm. you almost go, what the actual fuck is going on? Yeah, we know that they don't care about people. Yeah, so... They have no value for human life. They put profit above everything. Of course they would. Seems like another fat, juicy dollar in the wallet for them. (laughs) They're all chopping their sexual organs off now. (laughs) Woohoo! We're in the money! (laughs) Before it was just foreskins. And that could be done by Rabbi. I got the hormones, you got the gene therapy. 
Let's make lots of money. So going back to brands and pride, you've obviously seen this like recent thing with Bud Light. Yeah. They've got this guy, Dylan Mulvaney, who's like a trans, I guess you would say trans woman. But I, I thought it was funny the fact that vain is in his name. <laughs> He's veiny. <laughs> That's how you can tell he used to be a bloke. <laughs> but yeah, he, he essentially does look like a guy wearing women's clothes or whatever. Don't know where he is in terms of... Doesn't, he doesn't look like he's fully transitioned because it's not like he's got... The hormone look. ...a set of boobs and I'm guessing he's still got his man bits down there. But he's sponsored by companies like Nike modelling women's sports bras. Yep. It's like, what? Why would you need a sports bra? And then <laughs> I've even seen him... He's not sponsored by Tampax, but Tampax but he's promoted tampons on his site and had... With the famous advert with him holding up the, the tampon, looking at it like, ooh. Yeah, like, wow. Like, so this goes up my anus? <laughs> yeah, and you're sort of thinking, like, why are you... Like, we're supposed to sort of play along with this delusion of his that he needs sanit- women's sanitary products or, or even a woman's sports bra. It's like, again, if you want... To live in this fairy tale world yourself, it's like fair enough. Yeah, but be my guest. Putting it out there in the world, and then it's kind of like we're normalising this. And if you don't agree with this, you're a bigger or a transphobe or whatever else. Is just outrageous because at the end of the day, and this is almost like an unPC thing to say now, but men or men that now identifies women or trans men or trans women, whatever you want to call them, like don't have periods men don't have periods and men can't have babies and men can't breastfeed i mean i saw a clip recently of a man on a plane cradling a baby trying to breastfeed the child but he's not obviously got any milk any milk there so it's like what what is that just not even bitty i mean that that guy in my opinion should be bloody arrested i mean that is just foul that cannot be normalised. That's mental. The thing is, that also comes into this argument with, with Dylan is he is advertising, and I'm sorry, mate, whoever you are, you're not a woman, but you're advertising women's products. How do women feel about that? How do all my feminists out there, not even my feminists, how just normal women, how do they feel? How do you feel I can about imagine. this weird dude? Holding up something. I'm not be funny. How many women look at their tampaxes like, oh, this in is... wonder. In wonder, they're like, oh god, it's a fucking time of month again, and I'm going to be grumpy, and it's just not very comfortable. Yeah, and... he's got a big smile on his face, and, and his eyes are popping out of his head, and he's like, oh wow, look and, at it. And <laughs> I think most women would like men to probably go through one menstruation cycle in their life just to know how bad and horrible it is. And whereas they got this one guy who's smiling at it. It's it's like taking the fucking piss. Yeah, it is. And it's the same with breastfeeding. Like, my, my partner is breastfeeding at the moment, and it is no walk in the park. She's in a, like, feeding chair sometimes for, like, you know, six hours in a day. Like You've got to hold the baby at a certain angle, the arm getting stiff and everything. Oh, yeah. like, her back's aching. She's, like, without getting too graphic, like, you leak. You, you know, mm, like, have to change breasts otherwise they get too sore and most women they they do it for a few months and they're like i can't do it anymore you know it's it's pure hell and then you've got this creep on an airplane like just breastfeeding my child it's like arrest this man you can see the baby getting like little hairs of his nipple stuck in its 
mouth. It's like a little, little man. Could be like man nipple hair. Could be all kinds of toxins if he's actually sucking on this guy's like fake breasts and like plastic poisoning. What, or what is going to be coming out? Or, or I mean, you you can't really see. I'm not sure if it is just a flat chest or if he's got some fake breast situation Maybe going on. He has a little pump in his pocket for squeezing milk out. <laughs> God knows. I mean, at least the baby would be getting something out of it then. <laughs> Even if it's not just a couple of man nipple hairs. There's at least milk coming out of this hairy nipple. Mm. Honestly, though, I mean, it's the same with like, you know, not, not only do women have to go through the pain of childbirth, but after childbirth, they have stretch marks. They have like... All kinds of problems, depending on you know how like, the r- rough the birth rough. was for mm. them. Like, and then suddenly trans people are now saying, "Oh yeah, we can have babies too," and like like they know what what it feels like, like 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 they could ever know what it feels like to be a woman. Like as a man, I would never claim to know what it's like to have a baby or to have no, periods and mm. and it must be terrible. I'm not going to claim that I know what that's like or I'm part of the club. Yeah. It's a bloody insult. Yeah. And Women are in, in a difficult situation because men, on the whole, like straight men, we're not really saying much. Like, even us recording this podcast... It was, like, was a risk. Yeah, like, I'm a bit nervy about saying this stuff, although, like we said at the start of the episode, you know, we're not... I'm a favourite, we're not trans people, you know, yeah, but... We, we have a right to still stand up and address this when it's come to the forefront. Yeah, and, like, you know, their whole movement is obsessed with, with rights and, okay... Well, it's our right to also speak our mind on what we're seeing and to state when we think a line has been crossed or something is morally or ethically corrupt. And that's our right to do that as well. It doesn't mean that we should be cancelled or silenced or guilt and shamed yeah. because isn't what that isn't that what the whole LGBT movement is about? You shouldn't be guilt and shamed. You should just be you and unapologetic about it. Well, well... It has to go for everyone else. If I'm honest, maybe they should sign us up, mate. (laughs) I I don't know. No, but you then have to have have bought that freedom to everyone else. And a a lot of people in that movement don't, don't seem to really understand that. No. But like we said before, there are a lot of people that are queer or do fit into one of the categories that don't stand by all this stuff. And there's big organizations now like gays against groomers and a lot of people from the queer community now speaking up and saying we don't agree with this either and they're against things like drag time story hour Mm. and this stuff being pushed onto young kids who they don't think are ready for this yet yeah not enough of those organizations big up those guys well there's Mm. there's a huge kickback happening now and that sort of brings us back to this dylan mulvaney character because he sponsored bud light he was even on one of their cans like oh my face is on the can and but he's never drank a Bud Light in his life. <laughs> yeah, right. He's probably drinking it for the, the YouTube clip and then turning his phone off and spitting <laughs> it out. Oh, my God. You guys actually drink this stuff? Men actually drink this? <laughs> Margarita. <laughs> Mojito. Sex on the beach, maybe? Or we've got his Bud Light. Fuck's sake, man. <laughs> but Bud Light have lost millions over this and their stock... Prices plummeted and people basically boycotted it and was like, I'm not drinking that. It's like, know your target audience. You know what I mean? Like, beer drinking blokes. Oh, they're going to love this Dylan character. It's like, I don't think so. Yeah, I can see them at like the working man's clubs. You know what I mean? And you're like, 
right, so you thought they'd be on board with this, did you? Like, kind of weird to think what they were thinking. But then at the same time, I know that there's governing bodies, like there's this uh, human rights campaign that basically they they sort of maintain this, uh, what do they call it, corporate equity index. And it's a measure of companies' LGBTQ plus practices. And organisations like this basically say, look, if you want funding and you want to carry on doing what you're doing, you you have to mm. wave the rainbow flag for pride and do all this stuff. So brands, especially big brands, they have to do this. That's what people don't don't realise. Like there's stuff in the background that is making all this have to happen. Big brands couldn't even opt out of it. It's not just the peer pressure. I don't know if you put it up on Instagram, wasn't there the case of that restaurant chain in America and one of the chain's restaurants didn't... Is it Chick-fil-A? Yeah, and it didn't put any of the... Yeah, right. It was in one, I think it was one of the southern states. It wasn't in like California. Was so, yeah, something like that. And then, and then they basically, you know, yeah, had got... to had to stand in line. Yeah, yeah. Or, or face a massive lawsuit of millions because they weren't going to put the yeah. insignia across their restaurant. But loads of people boycotted Bud Light, and then the same thing happened to Target. Target, oh, yeah, the, the chain in America, they had this LGBT range for for Pride, and it was all in the kids section as well and all on the kids clothes right and you're just like right so okay. you're like aiming this at kids and all this kind of messaging of you are whatever you identify as kind of stuff like on kids clothes so again people rose up and said no we're boycotting target now and they've lost again millions of pounds and you know this wasn't happening before like now there's being like a big kickback because we're not the only ones that feel like this like a line is being crossed and i feel like children is the line well it's strange that it has to come down and and beer obviously (laughs) with with the bud light thing it's it's weird the the bottom line is it comes through the consumer level dude like the corporations will have to follow the laws and have to do all this stuff but it's the average person that walks into the Marks and Spencer and goes why is this stuff in my child's section it's that mother or that father that has to go I don't think this should be here but 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 everyone else is telling them yeah no it should be this is normal now so you've got to kind of stand in your own sovereignty there to go hang on a minute despite everything I'm being told I don't agree with this. Mm. That's not popular opinion. You could be cancelled for that. I don't care. That's how I feel about it. And I'm going to stand up for myself. Tell you what, that's brave. That actually takes more bravery than anything else these these days. I can acknowledge that same bravery was the same sort of bravery that people were going down on those marches in the pandemic. Yeah. That was the same. And it was for the same reason. We're not going to agree with all the government bodies saying this vaccine's safe or this... Virus and the gonna, mainstream media. The, the media this is, virus is going to kill you. All that bullshit. We were like, well, no, it's not. I don't believe it is. And you know what? Instead of you telling me to stay at home and don't come out because you're going to find me, I'm going to do the complete opposite. Yeah, and I'm not going to go along with this agenda, wear the mask, take the test, get the jab. It's the same with this. It's like, no, I'm not going to buy your products if you're advertising this stuff. It's one of the only ways that people really can have an effect you know as consumers which is all we've been reduced to Mm. we can only really speak with our wallets in a sense by boycotting certain companies that we're like i don't actually agree with that and as all you've reduced me to is a consumer that's how i'm gonna hit you by not buying your products i'll stick that in the corporate equality index and smoke it 
So obviously women's safe spaces are under attack. You know, we spoke a little bit about this in the last episode, toilets, changing rooms, even schools. Yeah where they're now saying, oh, you know, both sexes can use the same bathroom or whatever. I mean, can you imagine the chaos that would cause at school? Well, we've, <laughs> It's not even worth thinking about. Well, there have been some horrible cases. I mean, there was recently in the UK, this only come out weeks ago, of the young boy in the Midlands, that the, the toilets had now been reduced to all same-sex toilets, obviously to do with the quality and all the rubbish that they wanted to spew there. And, of course, this young boy took advantage of that and was like well I'm just going to wait for girls to go into a cubicle and I'll like sexually assault them in there and I think he did just like three or four girls Jesus and now he's been removed from school pending inquiries I reckon the pending of that inquiry should be why the fuck do we allow both the boys and girls to share the same toilets yeah even on a low level like mischief sort of level you can imagine boys getting like wet balls of toilet roll and lobbing it yeah. over the top of the cubicle when a girl's in there or making gross farting noises real or otherwise or <laughs> god knows what i mean the difference between the girl's toilet and the boy's toilet at school was very different yes the boy's one was just chaos and the girl's one especially at the age where they're having periods and stuff a lot like of that tears is, i can imagine in there yeah you know they shouldn't be mixed no especially not at that age i mean the boys were spraying links on the wall and lighting flames up it <laughs> I, yeah i never did that in school but there was this one case that i saw that just blew my mind and i've got to get it up here oh oh here we go again middle-aged man dressed as a girl hides in school loose so this pedo who's like basically like a short looking Mexican guy wore a school uniform and do you know how he got in un- unnoticed he wore a covid mask so you couldn't really see his face uh, look if i cover his face up now oh yeah you can imagine he could be a schoolgirl but then take it off and he's like hello senor and he's like 50 <laughs> year old mexican guy i just thought that was like horror movie worthy you know what i mean like a girl goes into a bathroom like i like your rucksack and he turns around like Hello! <laughs> <laughs> Hear the screams as the mask falls off his face and floats to the floor. Yeah, but he'd done it in a few schools and they finally caught up with him. Nothing really happened to him. He just got into schools looking like a girl wearing a mask. Brilliant. I know. It's just like, that's, we, we that's will, where we've got to as a society. We will add that is in Peru. But <laughs> I can see that story... Still happened. That story spread far, far enough to the UK. There will be men out there thinking, you know what? I reckon I look like a little girl. It worked in a loo in Peru. Why couldn't it be coming to a town near you? <laughs> and obviously women's sports have been under attack as well. Like you've seen the whole thing with Leah Thomas, mm. this transgender athlete who won the top trophy in university sports, trashed all the other women in like the 500-yard you know, <laughs> swimming race. And you should see, oh, well, you probably have, yeah. like, seen like the shoulders on Leah Thomas. She a big. She a big girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's got a bit of a bulge there. That could hold her back in the water. She's almost so big you would want to think, believe that she might have been a man. <laughs> Hang on, she was a man. But Is a man? Not quite sure. <laughs> but I've even seen interviews now where people are saying, okay, by the same... Admission, so Mike Tyson, you know, a woman could get in a ring with Mike Tyson, a woman that now identifies as a man. Mm. Like, that would be fair. Like, and these transgender activists are put in such a position where they're like, well, yeah, 
And that's the dangerous thing with these this kind of ideology. That's oh, that where would, it all leads. That would make boxing so savage. <laughs> oh God! The, no, but they the, get the brutality. Put, they get pushed into a corner where they have to agree to the ridiculous because that's where this all leads. It's the same as oh, love is love. You know, it will get to a point where it'll be like so. Pedophilia is okay then. Oh well, uh, uh, oh yeah. Oh, what about bestiality? Like. If it, love is love, you're allowed to love a fox the same way as you're allowed to love a child. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're bigoted, are you? You not down with my maps, minor attracted persons? What about no maps? They're non-offending. If, as far as we can say, they haven't hurt anyone yet. They've so. done nothing wrong. Love is love. They can't control who they love. Oh, who loves them? Because let's face it, sometimes it is the child's fault. They can consent at any age. That's what will get, be getting pushed eventually. That is where this is leading. We were joking, like, the goal for everything else is 2030, you know, for all the sustainable development yeah, goals and where it's climate change. Or tech or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the AI implant in the human brain, everything is 2030. It's like pride 2030 is finally when the paedophile is going to be accepted and crowned. <laughs> <laughs> the pedo crown. No, that's what it kind of feels like. And, you know, already, no maps. It's a thing. They've got a flag. It's nuts. But yeah, it hasn't stopped with Leah Thomas. Like, you've had other sports stars. Like, there was an athlete doing track and field that won eight medals. Completely cleared up. He's good. <laughs> Maybe that was like Caitlyn Jenner, like Bruce Jenner's plan yeah. all along. Yeah. He's going to make a comeback. Come back and just destroy the women's track and Sorry, fight. she's going to make a comeback. Yeah, she. <laughs> She'll be voted Woman of the Year again. <laughs> we'll get onto that later. She'll be voted Athlete of the Year. <laughs> again. again. Yeah, yeah. But, um, so you had the, the, uh, them, they, them? Are, are they, they, them? Cleaning up <laughs> eight medals. There was um, some more stuff, like a student become Miss America's first transgender yeah, local so. pageant winner. But mm. then very recently, in the last few days, I think, you've had a Miss Neverlands. Yeah. And it's a transgender. Miss Neverlands. Miss being female. Can we join Miss to someone being of a female gender, like Mrs.? Well, and isn't that, again, taken away from women? Like, we're having this... Uh, you know, beauty pageant or whatever, the most beautiful woman, and we're going to give it to a guy. It's like, what? The same as woman of the year, giving it that to Bruce Jenner. It's like, as a woman, wouldn't you be like, oh, so now the guys Fuck are even... this clown. So now the guys are even taking this away from us. Well, that's You've got I'm... a Miss Universe to some man. You've got woman of the year and it used to be a bloke. I'd just be like, uh, excuse me. <laughs> Can we what? have some, some of our awards back? But that's where it all started, dude. That is where... It all started. With Bruce Jenner. Bruce Jenner. Bruce it really Jenner. feels like that. It, 2015. Was that it? It brought into the mainstream. We've heard of body dysmorphia and obviously different sexualities, whether it be homosexuality, but this idea of someone was going to change their sex round. Mm. And someone that used to be a, a male athlete. athlete. The embodiment of a man, an athlete. Yeah, almost like a Michelangelo's David, this like yes. Adonis. And, and he was massively famous. Oh, yeah. Back in the day, and look who it is, someone connected to the whole Kardashian family. And we spoke about the Kardashians in length before, and they are so MK Ultra. I mean, the, mm. look at what's gone on with Kanye. Yeah. Look at all the scandalous stuff that has happened to the 
Kardashians over their whole history. Yeah, they're, they're, the whole family are just crooked. And the whole family, like the whole of the Kardashians, I believe, are used to socially program the population in all kinds of different ways. It, well, it was the one of the, for point, it was one of the biggest watch shows in the world. Yeah, right. And I know no one's got more Instagram followers than Kim Kardashian. Yeah, and they obviously push a lot of superficiality onto people and mm. materialism and stuff. But beyond that, surgery, because they're all they're all obsessed with surgery, yeah. right? And part of cosmetic surgery getting normalised has led to the normalisation of, of this people transitioning. With this extreme surgery now, because that's effectively what it is. And then we're supposed to believe it's just a coincidence that then Bruce Jenner is pushed to the forefront. Yeah. And he suddenly pushes this whole transgender movement that before 2015 was not what it is now, not even close. And it all kind of started with him. And then what a surprise, like we mentioned earlier, he got Glamour magazine's Woman of the Year. Mm. It's like, what the hell? Let's not forget that he runs someone over in his car as well. Yeah. Her car, sorry. Her car, sorry. (laughs) And it's like... Caitlyn Jenner's off her box on drugs constantly and can hardly slur her way through a bloody sentence. Yeah. But yeah, Woman of the Year. I mean, it's just just ridiculous, but it makes you think. It all kind of it's, started with Brucey. And what were the words that people used? Brave. Mm. Oh, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, she's so brave. brave. Like, that was the... We didn't know that he'd felt like this. Sorry, yeah. sorry. She'd felt... Oh, I give up now. He'd felt like this for all this time, and now he feels that he wants to become a woman. Ben, I'm like, this guy's like in his 50s or whatever, man. He's well past his physical best. I mean, he's not going well, like, to be looking like a pretty 50-year-old woman. Oh, God. Because he hasn't yeah, naturally like, got there. The like, you know, state of like, Caitlyn Jenner as well. He's like, really? Woman of the year. Mm. It's just an insult to women. I feel insulted for women, and I kind of feel like... Because essentially I do still see someone like Kate, Caitlyn Jenner as a man, I kind of feel like, well, that's a man doing that to women. Like the same yeah, as yeah. when I'm hearing about oh, men dressed as women are, or trans people are going into women's toilets and stuff. I'm still mm. seeing it as a man. Mm. And Not as, a, trans, as yeah. a man myself, I kind of, my protective instinct kicks in where I'm like, no, that's not really cool. Because I wouldn't, you know, I've just had a young daughter. I wouldn't want my daughter going into a toilet mm. and then being a bloke in there. Oh, they're not a bloke, they're trans or whatever. I'm still not happy about it. Is it got a penis? And that, Yeah. <laughs> and as my right, as a man, I, I have a right to be concerned about that. Yeah. I'm not saying that every trans person is a groomer or whatever no, else, no, but some of them are. Some of them are 50-year-old men from Peru pretending to be little schoolgirls. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what I'm getting. <laughs> I mean, if you can't spot them, I mean, fucking hell. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm just not comfortable with that. And it is my right to not be comfortable with that. It doesn't make me a bigger. It just means that I'm concerned with my child's welfare. The thing is that, how that got from, you touched on it before, how that got from Kate... No, I didn't. (laughs) I'm innocent. No one touched no one on this podcast, I'll have you know. But basically, you said it earlier. Where did it get for the point from, okay, us just getting to the point of going, it's fucking weird, this track athlete is now... Convert, woman of the year. Woman of the year, and now converted to the other sex. But we've got to the point now where the toilets in schools, because of this event, that now things like rapes are occurring more. In the name of equality and bridging us, so you know what I mean. In, in the in mm-hmm. the name of pleasing a very small group of people, that we're now making a larger group of people a lot more vulnerable, like to do attacks and a stuff lot, like that. 
yeah, attacks and rapes, not only in schools, but like in prisons. Again, we briefly spoke about this in the last episode. You've now got trans people that are going to prison. They are a man in the sense that they've still got a penis and they are raping people in the prison. That should never, ever have been allowed to happen. There's women that have been raped now because you've just let a man with a Mm. penis Mm -mm. into their prison in the name of equality. And you're not a bigot for pointing that out. out. You do sound like a bigot saying lines like, they've gone too far. But when you give examples like that, it's like, if that's not too far, then tell me what is. I I do worry a lot of this comes from a double barrel thing in terms of a desensitization. Oh, there we are again. This episode's going to be full of this, isn't it? (laughs) It already is. uh, Yeah. Yeah, we make more sexual innuendos than anyone in the LGBT community. (laughs) A couple of straight guys. It's like, you're the real perverts. I mean, we are putting this episode out after the LGBTQ. (laughs) People might think... You can't say it. Just say, I don't know. But the funny thing is that it came from the era as well. Bearing in mind the idea of Bruce Jenner having to go through surgery... I can't imagine it's just like fixing a broken wrist or bandaging a broken ankle or something. You know what I mean? I can imagine this is quite extensive. This all came through a desensitisation to cosmetic surgery, which has been slowly building up as well. Yes. Because if you remember, all through that period right up to 2015, dude, there was that period where a lot more girls were getting lip fillers. People definitely... Yeah, Botox Botox. and like a tummy tuck and, oh, well, it's only a facelift or it's only this. It started to be normalised all the time. Around that time and just after that time, I remember just... Around 2015, 2018, you, you had all these cases where the girls getting the silicone bum implants and some of them having really bad reactions. Oh, God, you can just see it loose in the bum, bums. like knocking about. Yeah, yeah. And, and Oh, my but, life. But this all came through a slow nurture and it came from programs like... Like the Kardashians. The Kardashians. And they were all brought up on stuff like Grey's Anatomy, Nip Tuck, all these programs where it's like... It's been pre-programmed for this for a long time. You want to look like the Hollywood star. If you want to look like the Kardashian, Mm. get your lips, get your cheeks, get your forehead. Let's face it, if you go go on the internet and look at young pictures of the Kardashians where they were still like awkward looking teens and Mm. in in their like early 20s and stuff before they got the surgery, basically, they're an ugly bunch. They look completely different to what they look like now. But you're kind of like... We know that. Like, yeah. I can see that. I can go on the internet and see that you, you don't actually look like, like that. that. But yeah. again, I've got to play along with this illusion. illusion. And what is that? It's what we're talking about. It's like it was, the, it was the step before this whole big push of transgenderism and transitioning, which Brucey baby from the Kardashian clan Woman of the year. also helped push. Food for thought. Anyway, talking of the downright wrong, we also wanted to bring up She-Hulk and the magic giant dildo. I don't know if anyone saw this, but it was from quite a while ago. Christina Aguilera, I think for last year's Pride, right, she wore a She-Hulk muscle suit, right? And if anyone doesn't know what a She-Hulk is, think bright green. Just bright green. Yeah, it was was because the movie was out, right? The She-Hulk movie was out. So she dressed as a muscle-bound green She-Hulk with a huge sequin-encrusted diamante (laughs) massive green dildo that she was performing with on stage, probably singing like, wanna get dirty, 
whilst masturbating this huge green phallus. Yeah, rocking it back and forth. In front of kids. It was like an all-age pride event. And she didn't get cancelled. In fact, it didn't really even get a mention. Yeah, in fact, it barely touched the sides. <laughs> oh, well, here's, our, here's, here's some headlines from, from that, right? Watch as Christina Aguilera wears a bedazzled strap-on dildo during LA Pride concert. Not Christina Aguilera is flinging a green phallus in a 12-year-old's face. What the headline probably should have been. <laughs> Another one, Christina Aguilera goes green. That makes it like, goes green in She-Hulk muscle suit and edgy accessory at LA Pride. What they probably should have written was, Christina Aguilera goes green in a She-Hulk muscle suit and the edgy accessory was the very edge itself sticking out between her legs. <laughs> Imagine, like, you get caught waving a massive dildo in a kid's face and then when that gets said back to you, you just go, no. It wasn't a dildo, it was just an edgy accessory. <laughs> it's like, that's oh. allowed to happen. It was so edgy, I mean, he had plenty of edge. It was massive. You Guys, this was, just look it up. It was big. And yeah, this is a kids-friendly event where she's not only got this suit on, but she's like wanking the Yeah, she, she's like throwing it back and forth, gesturing. Singing through her hits. Wanna get dirty. It's about time for my arrival. I wasn't expecting that on your arrival. <laughs> but we, we were at a point going to call this episode before we decided to make a two-parter. We were going to call it She-Hulk and the Rainbow-Coloured Dreamcock. Named after, of course, Joseph, Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcock. Yeah. Co- um, <laughs> which is a you know, pretty gay Broadway show. But... Um, yeah, decided, hey man, I like Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> decided to just call it Rainbow Warriors instead. But the front cover for this episode, I actually decided to pixel out because I didn't want to alert some algorithm and have a rainbow, like sparkly rainbow yeah. dildo on the front. And for Spotify or well, you, you sent me the pic- Podbeam or whatever to you go, sent, that's explicit. You sent me the pictures, you were like... Do I just pixel out the head of the dildo? Or the body, or the whole thing. thing. Which one looks best? Which one's (laughs) going to get flagged? We have to talk about this stuff, guys. (laughs) Yet Christina Aguilera. Yeah, right. So it's like, you feel sort of edgy, like putting something like that out there, or even talking about it. Like, oh, someone could think I'm a bigger. But she's allowed to just go out there and do it. And that's fine. And for the record, and that is why, guys, we chose to choose the rainbow-coloured dildo anyway. (laughs) But pixelate it out. Yeah. But it makes me laugh, like, the things that people get cancelled for these days. But she just gets a pat on the back for that. And it just gets called an edgy accessory. It's like, okay, so let me get this straight. So talking out against this stuff makes me a bigger and can get me cancelled. But I can wave a giant green dildo in front of a little kid's face. And that's fine. (laughs) Just so I know the rules. No. Because I'm happy to play this game. We just want to get the facts right first. Now, does it matter what colour the phallus is? <laughs> does it have to be green? Does it have to be hulky and veiny? Like Dylan Mulvaney? What's the rules? Yeah. Can I actually have the phallus as Dylan Mulvaney? I mean, can his I... His face on it. Can I just have like a big long dildo with his face? Yeah, like a bit like what they did with the Bud Light can. Oh, now it's starting to make sense. <laughs> it's a big metal dildo. I get it. I finally I get it. I finally get it. <laughs> right. Of course. <laughs> but I guess you would call Christina Aguilera's phallus her penis, which 
leads us nicely on to the next thing we wanted to talk about, which is there's been a spat oh, of her penis stories all over the news in the last, say, year or two. Yep. And just wanted to read some of the headlines because this is mental that this is even like a sentence in the English language, her penis. But um, yeah, here we go. She raped girl with her penis. UK court heard proving country has now gone mad. The official statistics and data is in. That was from the Express. But I mean, just that as a sentence. She raped girl with her penis. It's basically the start of Ricky Gervais's latest stand-up. Yeah. But that's a headline. Yeah. You know, that was a funny joke in his stand-up. And as we all know, stand-up comedy is built off the idea of taking things to the extreme, saying the ridiculous, but that well, is a reality at yeah, this point. Yeah, because it's always anchored in truth, mate. Yeah. This and, comedy is. And it wouldn't get a laugh unless it wasn't the reality that we're living in at the moment. Which is mental. Another one. Fury as tattooed trans beast who raped mums with her penis sent to all female jail. Oh, Corton Vale, what did you do? What did you do? And like, yeah, this is a big bloke. I mean, you look at him when he's just... He looks savage. Yeah. Without his, skinhead. Without, without his wig and his, he's always bits on, <laughs> do you know what I mean? With oh. his woman's outfit on, he looks like Kelly Osbourne. Well, but sorry, without, he... he looks like some Russian mafia skinhead well, is going well, to eat the, you alive. But well, the most frightening thing is, one, the size of his fucking hands, as, <laughs> as, which is like a giveaway, and, and the bulging giant... Which I can have to assume is oh. his penis. <laughs> Her, Her penis. penis. Bulging through those tight lycra trousers that he's using because, of course, he identifies as a woman out on he's the not daily, even do- daily jog. <laughs> he's not even doing the silence of the lambs. Not even tucking it behind. Just letting the bulge out. Goodbye, horses. You want to fuck me? I'd want to fuck me. I'd want to fuck me. We all know the scene. <laughs> Some of us better than others, apparently. <laughs> but calling him a tattooed trans beast... That's a pretty accurate description of this fella. Yes. Who raped mums as well. Jesus. With her penis sent to all-female jail. Sorry, I just had to read that again because it's just so outrageous. I mean, it goes on to say, a trans woman has been jailed for raping two vulnerable women while she was living in the prison as a man. And this is just, again, another extreme that this is going to. You know, there's some of these headlines that are a, a bit more on the lighter side like like we get to but it's all part of the same yeah. agenda being normalized you're still saying a sentence with her penis here's another one here ex-soldier exposed her penis and used wheelie bin as sex toy in public you know metro have this headline that says news but not as you know it clearly because <laughs> you didn't even hyphenate her penis yeah, at least hyphenate it. I mean, the other articles did. A trans sex offender lifted her skirt and exposed herself three times in one day. Busy then. Chloe, Chloe Thompson, 42, was caught rubbing herself on a public wheelie bin before using a sex toy on herself. Up his ass then. Yep. In an alley in Middlesbrough. That's a day out. A couple shouted at her. And she ran away, what with the toy still between her buttocks. Oh, God. On the same day, she exposed herself on the street where she lives. Don't shit on your own doorstep. Yeah. Oh, was she doing that as well? (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't put it past her. And she thrust her hips into a fence. Jesus Christ. sounds more painful than erotic. Talk about desperate. A fence, a wheelie bin. What, were no children around? Yeah. Is she not heard of grinder? Well, yeah, it's a different type of grinder, just grinding yourself up against 
inanimate objects. Yeah, so after exposing herself on the street where she lives, a witness said that she saw Thompson look at her and the group she was with as if Thompson wanted them to notice her. (laughs) Yeah, she was grinding up a fence. Once she was inside her house, she exposed her bum and thrust against her window, which three children saw as they were in a car driving past. (laughs) (laughs) Mommy! I just saw this out the window. Don't be stupid, dear. <laughs> it, it looked like a, a bum, but there was something protruding between the bum. Hang on, did they have a rainbow flag in the window? Yes. Well, then it's perfectly fine. <laughs> <laughs> and don't be such a bigot. <laughs> she has 70 convictions for 22 offences, including sexually assaulting an underage girl in 2011. And there you have it. <sighs> oh, there dear. you have okay. it. So this... This man claiming to be a woman turns out that he's sexually assaulted an underage girl. What part of this she, we can drop the S and just refer to this as a he, if he's responsible for something like this, don't give me a bullshit identifying as a trans woman or something. No, a this, lot this of Romans are going to use this, as they clearly already oh. are, to get into women's safe spaces, women's prison, avoid prosecution. You know, we can see it happening already then you've got another headline from the mail online trans woman is cleared of flashing her penis again not hyphenated Mm. as three women using ohio ymca after judge ruled she's too fat for her genitals to be visible well i don't care if you could see that tiny little cock between those layers of rolls like the michelin man i'm sorry seeing a fat man just jiggling his belly about enough would be enough so someone's argued that in court you couldn't see the penis because of the rolls of fat clearly exhibit a stand up love you could only clearly see the bottom and i mean the very bottom of his hanging scrotum sack and you can hardly see that I would add his pe- her penis is hidden above the first roll of fat. All rise, not you. <laughs> <laughs> not like that. <laughs> so, like, okay, what? Well, so that's a thing now. You could flash a bunch of school kids, and if you were fat enough, you could be like, they couldn't even see it. It's a good defence. <laughs> it's a shame I'm so bloody skinny because I'll never get away with that. It's good defence as well because they can't kick you in the nuts. <laughs> The next one, Mail Online again. Moment transgender singer strips naked live on Channel 4 and plays the keyboard with her penis. Now, if anyone hasn't seen this on Friday Night Live, Channel 4, uh, television, uh, any of our listeners across the world should definitely type this into YouTube. I mean, you can see it here on the little clip. Oh, so it's like Jordan a trans Gray. person playing the keyboard. Oh my God, they rip their pink outfit off whip their cock out and then start to play the keyboard. And when they say play, you know, you can't play the keyboard, keyboard. with your penis. No. no matter how talented you are, you're bashing you're the keys with, with, a, your, with cock. your cock. Yeah. Sorry, her cock. That's the point. It says, bash, well, it doesn't say bashing the keys. It should do. It says <laughs> plays, plays you know the keyboard. They missed a trick here. Plays the keyboard. I could have written this so much better. With her penis. It's like, stop saying her penis. Come on, like that is, we have reached the Orwell 2 plus 2 equals 5 point in society if we're being made to go along with saying her penis. Well, the worry, the most worrying thing about this year with the whole Jordan Grey thing was one, he's. That's the trans person playing the keyboards now. Keyboard, yeah. Now, this guy has actually got tits. 
So he's obviously taking hormone replacement mm. therapy. This guy has got tits. So if it wasn't for his But he's mate got tits and a penis. And a penis. We used to call that a he-she. It's just like A mixed bag. A mixed bag of nuts. <laughs> there are some nuts there. <laughs> but this is part of this person's comedy routine. Talk about cheap laugh. Yeah. Anyone get their cock out for a laugh. <laughs> and as a straight man, imagine you end end your thing, and you get out. How would that go down? Yeah, because it would be funny, a straight man wouldn't be able to get away with that. No, no way. A straight what, just whipping his cock, cock out, and, out and start the end. bashing a keyboard with it? There, there, there would be fucking police tackling him to the floor. Tackling him and his tackle to the floor. Oh. So I did find, after a deep dive, oh, yep. One article where it said her testicles. I found a lot of her penises, but only one her testicles. And I had to dig deep for this. Well, they come as the whole unit. I mean, you can't have the... But there was many, many articles that said her penis, but I only found one with her testicles. <laughs> so, you, you know, you would think it would be an even spread. Oh. Oh, but it's not. Anyway, this headline, again from the mail, was transgender woman... Post sobbing selfie, she's crying, in JFK bathroom after claiming a female TSA agent punched her testicles and left her in extreme pain. Wow. Apparently, after the test, her testicles were punched, she yelled at me for having a penis. That was her claim. But yeah, just for the record, it does include testicles as well. You yeah. can say her testicles as well as her penis. So, now you know. You've, You've been it. educated. Yeah, heard it here first. Yeah. And right. apparently, that's what this person said as well. They said they don't want the uh, TSA agent to be fired. They just want them to be educated. So, now you've been educated. You can have her testicles as well as her penis. Sweet. Sweet as a nut. <laughs> No, right. We we stop. No, we never stop. Never. But last episode we spoke about kids and pride and we spoke a little bit about it in this episode and the sexualization of children and the drag time story hour and all this other stuff. But now you've even got people raising their children as non-binary or this new word that's come out as babies. Opposed to babies. As opposed to babies. Mm. They're babies. Obviously, the whole they, them pronouns things, they're not babies, they're they-bees. And you're like, oh, my mm. God. I mean, it was bad enough when Sam Smith was calling himself they, them. But now they're, they're well, trying to force it on babies. It's not a baby, it's a they-be. Well, Sam Smith took it one step further, dude, with his whole they-them thing, because he wanted to be called a fisher-they. No, a fisher-them. A fisher-them. Get it right, you bigot. Sorry, Sam. But, yeah, Sam Smith, as in the pop star that went from like kind of boy next door look to suddenly coming out that he was gay no different cool. to will young or something yeah. it's like all right yeah cool. fair enough but then he's sort of rebranded himself as like this bondaged up snm satanic Pinnock. fat wizard i mean I don't, I don't even know how to describe him but the 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 things that he was doing at these award ceremonies and that were just like what the fuck it was yeah. like Equal amount satanic bondage queerness mixed with like the fact that I'm not being offensive, but the fact that he's not exactly in shape, you know what I mean? Well, and but he's like getting all his kit off. He's, he's just no like, Ryan oh, Reynolds, God. Right? 
He's no Ryan Reynolds. That's the thing. It's like you don't even mind someone being a bit like that if they look like David Bowie. Do you know what I mean? Like they are truly androgynous and they're quite a sort of beautiful-looking human. <laughs> but Sam Smith looks like the local bloke down the fucking pub with a big beer belly. You've got to make a bit of effort. You know what I mean? I but love. he's like, I'm me, and if you don't like it, look away. I can't. It's like a car crash, oh, Sam. But he took it too far. That whole Fisher they. I mean, Fisher they. I mean, okay, all right. Fisher them. Them. You keep getting it wrong. I'm happy for Sam to identify as a them. But you can't call yourself a Fisher. Well, how that come about, how the Fisher them comment come about was the interviewer said to Sam Smith, oh, I heard you like fishing in your spare time. Is that true? Yeah. yeah, I love fishing, yeah. And she was like, oh, well, what, do you think maybe when you're retired you could be like a fisherman? And straight away you saw him like, mm, mm. fisherman. And he was like, yeah, maybe one day I could see myself being a fisher then. And then the interviewer sort of follows it up with another question, what kind of fisherman, you know, fly fishing, whatever. Yeah. And then he corrects them again, like, well, a fisher them, fisher them. He's like, like the quite opposite to what I could imagine one of those guys out on the North Sea or on a cod trawler. <laughs> you're like, what would the, you're like if he hopes to somehow like join the, like their brigade in the future? Like, how would that go down? Like, they're like, it's good to have another fisherman on board, and he's like, fisher them. They'd be like, who the hell's this fruitcake? <laughs> You, they'll be taking him and dropping him overboard at sea. Yeah, like you can imagine him being like, oh, yeah, fish are them, are you? Like them just picking him up. Probably, you you can imagine he's the type of guy that would be like, I'm getting seasick. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't like the smell of fish on here. You're on a fishing boat. What do you think was going to smell like? You know, when do you want to dump this fish of them overboard? Uh, wait till we get out a little bit further. Do you think we need to tie something to him? Are you seeing the size of him? I don't think he needs an anchor. But honestly, like, it, that just made me laugh so much. It's not like the guys from The Wire. If anyone's seen the second series of The Wire, all those guys, those were... That work you know, on the docks. Longshoremen, the longshoremen. What were they doing in the morning? Oh, yeah, they were starting the morning by, like, having a beer, cracking an egg in it, <laughs> downing it, followed by, like, a whiskey chaser. Chase, whiskey chaser. <laughs> going, bottoms up, you ugly whores. And I off mean, to the docks. I can't imagine they'd be down with pronouns and oh you can't say fisher man you've got to say fisher them I, he, I, I, fuck me he would end up in one of those containers they'd throw him in poor old Sam and they would just lose him in the pack and I like, would never see him again although he'd probably do quite well in the navy from what I hear hello sailor it's your turn in the barrel Sam I'm already in there <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing it as my outfit because <laughs> he, he, he went dressed to the <laughs> one of the award ceremonies didn't he in this huge black inflatable yeah. outfit that he could hardly move around in it's just like how much attention are you actually craving sam yeah. i mean you just don't care do you whether it's positive attention negative attention like just... you looking like an absolute spanner you're just <laughs> craving that attention yeah well you're definitely a poster boy for this whole movement then so it's kind of terrifying to think where all this could lead to like we were saying, like... Yeah, if it's not a green phallus being thrown around in a child's face, I mean... Yeah, or drag time story hour. It's just... It's like, where do we go from here? Yeah, I, it's like filter, wasn't it? Beautiful, yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's as, as obscure a reference as you're going to get on the schism. Yep. 
Yeah, where does where does it end? That's a better one. Joy yeah. Division. Where does it end? Well, we were sort of having a little joke about this earlier. I mean, you can imagine like sometime in the future when when this idea of like children can consent, which is even being pushed now yeah. by maps and yeah. uh, supra left leaning maniacs. Well, with with the whole idea that will destroy sex in terms of that it will be okay at some well, point in the future where you can identify as a six-year-old so you like we joked in the previous episode you could have sex with a six-year-old or, or if children can consent yeah then... i think it's a mix it's like with the rise of things like trans age like you said we spoke about it before like this idea that you're a 40 year old man but you identify as a six-year-old girl i mean that's bloody crazy but then on the other side is this other idea of children can consent and if children can consent to their genitals being mutilated and yeah. having their, you know, double mastectomy or whatever, like, why can't they consent to sexual acts if, yeah. you know, they're, they're old enough to make up their own mind and if they're con- consenting and love is love, love like, is you, love. you can see where it's all going. I mean, we were saying it will get to the point where, you know, you've had Grinder, you've had Tinder, well, next is Kinder. <laughs> but, like, little kids... Welcome to Kinder. For all your children needs, we have thousands of young single children signing up every day. You could sign on too. Meet the child of your dreams. <laughs> you can meet in public bathrooms, hotels, for a casual, whatever you're looking for. We have all your needs catered for. All you need is the consent from the child, which can be simple on our app. <laughs> just a press of a button. I mean, you basically don't even have to consent now. People are just swiping right on, like, kinder, like, no, too old. Too old. <laughs> don't like the buck early teeth. I like them with more teeth. Seven to eight. <laughs> Six is too young. Too innocent. Yeah. Oh, well, I know. Not innocent enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, where, like, really, like, where the hell is this gonna, gonna end up? Maps have now got their own flag. When is it gonna get to the point where people can walk down the street waving that flag and it's okay? Because let's face it, like we said earlier, it looks so similar to all the other shit we've seen. You could be, yeah, you a pride could... parade waving one of them things and no one will probably fucking batter an eyelid. No. Let alone batter anything else. <laughs> Person waving that flag deserves a battering. And not like that. Not like not that. in the way they no. like it. Come on, everyone. We said there'd be enough. So what we're really seeing, if you look at the bigger picture, is what we've spoke about in so many other episodes of the podcast, and it is just simple divide and conquer tactics. Because the powers that be want us all to be squabbling amongst ourselves and Con- never looking at, at them, effectively. Mm-hmm. And, the m- and the more that they can divide us, the better. Because we are a population of millions, billions worldwide, and we vastly outnumber them. So they need to divide us into as many groups as possible, all fighting amongst each other, so we're more manageable. And we're not looking at them. But... What you're seeing with this never-ending list of letters, LGBTQ, they're dividing people into smaller and smaller groups and smaller compartments. And say in politics, for example, you've got like basically left versus right, you know, Mm. party A, party B, blue, red. But in identity politics, it's endless. Young versus old, black versus white, man versus woman. It kind of reminds me of almost like a proxy war out in Syria. You're never quite sure who's on whose side and who's against who. Yeah, everyone just 
divided until the point where they're just they're just on their own mm. and that's what you're seeing even with, in people's bios now on social media where they i am a you know these are my pronouns i identify as a this that and that i like it is they're just reducing themselves to a set of labels and not identifying even as just a human being let alone as a consciousness that we're all a part of. Because that's what I feel like their real nightmare is, people realising we are all one. Well, that's our argument. I mean, I know people listen to us would say, well, you're two white, heterosexual, straight men, but I don't... Cis males. Cis males, but I don't identify as that. I don't identify as just a white, straight male. I identify as a human being. Human being. I identify as Adam. A, a sole individual. When you say that, you don't mean Adam, like as in <laughs> the first man. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been, I don't know. But that's what we're trying to say to our, the audience, saying, you know, even as two white heterosexual guys, we, we don't get on board with this whole identity politics thing because you are not one of these labels. Like we said no. in the last episode, you are not one of these labels. You are not one of these tiny little groups that they've divided you into. Well, we spoke about Fight Club in the previous episodes where they make that whole monologue about you are not your bank account, you are not this. That that movie was trying to say to us, do not identify as just a set of labels because a set of labels can be controlled. Mm, very easily. And there's another great quote from Fight Club, actually. A forgotten quote. I don't feel like this one gets like ever really cited, but sticking feathers up your butt does not make you a chicken. Which kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier. You know, you can't say her penis. It doesn't work that way. Tell that to Sam Smith. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, I was glad to get rid of him. He was been on the boat for too many weeks, George. I know. One kept moaning about the fish and the smell. Useless piece of shit he was. I heard he prefers sausage to fish. Should have had him down on a farm. God knows why the fuck you want to join a fishing boat. What is a fish of them anyway? I hope you enjoyed that episode of The Schism. We've got plenty more episodes on the way. In the meantime, follow us on our Instagram at schism.tv and keep watching the skies.